0: Hello and welcome to the BizDesign Enterprise Architecture Podcast. My name is Will Scott, and in these podcasts, we talk to leaders in the areas of enterprise architecture and how they and their teams deliver value to their organizations in advancing strategy, optimizing operations, or reducing and managing risks. Today, we're going to be talking to Mark Peters. Mark is Product Success Manager within the product team here at BizDesign and we're going to be talking about how Mark thinks about visualizations and specifically how our customers can better visualize the data that they put together so that it has more resonance and impact with the business stakeholders that the enterprise architecture team is looking to communicate to. So let's go to that interview now. So, Mark, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure having you today here. And um, perhaps to begin with, could you just give a quick introduction to yourself, uh, your career background and what you do for business design?
1: Okay. Well, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I've been uh, with Biz design for a little bit over 14 years now. Uh, started out as a consultant, uh, trainer with Biz design and then later on moved uh, towards the product uh, side of uh, of design. Um Currently, I'm the product success manager at Biz design so I work with customers all over the world and and see how they are using uh, our uh, our product in, in real life, um, and and see Uh, together with them how we can further develop and improve our platform.
0: Okay, that's great. Um, So Mark, you just uh, put out a a blog post uh, on BizDesign talking about some new visualizations we've developed, specifically the Metro map, I'll call it. Uh, I think that's what it's called and also um, a view where we can use some Amazon uh, web services iconography. But I was wondering if we could just bring that up a level a bit more and if you could talk about Uh, And I know it's something you're passionate about, how important it is um, to visualize the data that enterprise architects create and curate correctly to communicate a story. And I've heard you use that phrase story before. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So what we see with
1: our customers, and and this is, um, I mean, this is not specific customers, but throughout uh, the the customer base that uh, that we have, we see that uh, Unfortunately, not everybody within the the customer uh, organization speak fluent ArchiMate, um, and so that's something that they need to uh, to translate to convey the message that they want to convey, um, and do a bit of a translation from ArchiMate to uh, visualizations that speak to the stakeholders. And if you take, for instance, the the metro map that we've just released, this is something. Like a concept that uh, people are fairly familiar with, uh, doing traveling, going from 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 A to B, um, and then we use these kind of analogies in 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 terms of uh, how we can, uh, for instance, uh, map a flow of information uh, between applications or uh, an order of which pro and in which processes are uh, are done. So we try to. Uh, uh, uh get to uh, to a level of these analogies and, and try to convey a message uh, like that, and that's in the use of these metro masks But we, for instance, also have uh, um, ways of, of using uh, uh, pie charts and, and, and bar charts to to convey a message. Because again, uh, not everybody uh, speaks uh, speaks fluent Archimate. Some people like to see these diagrams. Some people like to. Uh, uh, take the information in a different way uh, in, for instance, uh, these these charts that I just uh, mentioned.
0: That's interesting. It sounds to me like, I mean, as you and I have talked before, you know, oftentimes the enterprise architect's job is that of understanding and translating And so they spend time understanding business processes or IT infrastructure or what have you. Uh, But what you're saying, it sounds to me is it's insufficient for them to stop at just translating that into a language they understand, let's say it's Archimate. Ultimately, they're gonna communicate out to another set of stakeholders who don't speak Archimate. And so they have to find tools, visualizations in this case to better communicate uh, what it is enterprise architecture is discovering and the recommendations they're making but in the language the the business stakeholders so it sounds like it's it's like almost like a a three step translation exercise do you, do you think that's the case
1: yeah i know you're totally on point there will um, and in some cases it can be it can be a really uh, easy translation so for some organizations it's enough to basically paint the pictures in in the comp- in, in the corporate colors and and that's enough to uh, get people uh, more interested in them um, other organizations need to uh, just take it a step further and and really make a translation from Archimade into visualizations uh, that are maybe even already known within the organization so we have uh, customers that that already use a kind of Topography or iconography, um, and that's familiar within the organization, also with with stakeholders that they are talking about, um, and that's then uh, that's a, a relatively uh, uh, simple step to to take. Others need to even take it a bit further and really start building this uh, way of of, of translating Archimede into something that the, the stakeholder understands.
0: And that's interesting. And I know you and I have talked before. Um... And one of the things I'm struck by is a a phrase you've used before, which is they create beautiful visualizations. And and beautiful is not a word you often hear in a business context, but I think it's so important. And it reminds me once, I'm going to attribute this to Steve Jobs. I'm not sure it was him that said it, but it sounds like something he would say, which is, you know a product is finished, not when there's nothing left to add, but when there's nothing left to take away. And one of the things that I see in the visualizations that you and your team work on is the simplicity of them, is you're actually surfacing just the relevant, just the important, and not putting unnecessary information. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Uh,
1: yes. So it's it's definitely uh, the art of, of leaving out uh, information. So... Quite often, what we see is the more information put, uh, people put into a a diagram, uh, the more questions they get about these items that maybe are not the main topic, uh, but are distracting from that main topic. And then uh, the, the 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 questions or the discussions focused on those areas that people don't actually want to talk about. They uh, they, um, as I said, they distract from the actual conversations that they uh, that they want to uh, to use. So, in my opinion, it's it's better to use multiple beautiful pictures than it is to try to convey it all in ones in, in one big picture.
0: I like that, and I think it's it seems to me it's a common trap we can all fall into is we want to demonstrate the complexity and the thoroughness of our thinking. And sometimes that ends up in visualizations or presentations that includes that unnecessary data. Like it's great, it's complex. It's great that it's thorough. But if that if that additional information is not needed to communicate the message, you're saying you've got to strip that out. It's just the, you know, what's, just get to the so what, get to the final, you know, visualization of data. And if you need to drill down, if you need to double click, do that. But what you're saying is d- don't try and do that all on one, you know, one, uh, one picture, as it were.
1: Yeah, and and I, I mean, I understand sometimes this is difficult in terms of people put a lot of effort in in gathering the data and and making sure that everything is is correct and everything is correctly related and all the information uh, all the information is there. So uh, it can it can take weeks or months to really uh, get the, the the complete picture um, of it. But the complete picture, as we said uh, earlier, is not necessarily a beautiful picture. So, um, I just keep in mind that um, all the effort that you've done in gathering the information is not wasted because you um, leave it out. You can uh, quite often only show uh, the 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 summary or the uh, the the. and the, the brushed version of that picture because you've got all the information uh, but you just sometimes need to take that extra final step uh, to uh, to get your message across uh, with your uh, with your stakeholders
0: i got that you know continuing the analogy i'm interested and curious to learn more about how you sort of collaborate with customers, because I know you spend a lot of time with them, actually sitting next to them when they're really using the product to really do their job. Hey, collaborate them to come up with new ideas. And, And keeping with that theme of beautiful pictures, I've heard you use the phrase before, this idea that we provide customers with a palette of colors and brushes. Again, not language we're used to hearing in the business context, but I think very appropriate here, so that they can paint new and interesting pictures and i know that we actually learn from that when when you sit next to your customers you know you're, you're seeing them apply the the palette and the colors that the team has developed in new and unexpected ways can you talk a little more about that sort of ideation process or how you come up with new ideas of of ways to visualize data
1: yeah so quite often uh, uh, customers challenge us on on uh, how they can portray a certain message or what they the, the things they need to uh, be able to um, uh, convey the message with their stakeholders, and again, sometimes it can be as simple as as putting in a new icon and and making sure that it looks nice and and it does all the thing that we want to do in terms of scaling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's much more about um, finding these analogies that I've talked about earlier as well, and and. And making sure that that's something that uh, the the stakeholders uh, can relate to, and and uh, being able to um, uh, to digest the information then in the in the correct way, and that's um, quite often something you have to do. It's not something you can do um, uh, uh, for all customers at once because uh, uh, the, the customers have different uh, different stakeholders, different uh, cultures within their organization. So it's really something that you need to tailor for your organization and find what works for, it, for your organization. Um, and we at Base Design hopefully um, uh, can bring the capabilities to our, our platform to enable the customers uh, to do so and, and create these beautiful pictures and, and give them the palette to create those pictures.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, I was, and unfortunately this is a podcast, so we can't show the visualization, but listeners, I'd encourage you to go to uh, the Biz design blogs. There's a great entry there from Mark called A Diagram is Worth a Thousand Words. And I'm looking specifically at the Metro map. You know, when I think of Metro maps, this is an idea of, you know, moving from destination to destination. Um, and in this case, the dem- the example that you gave is showing the flow of information from departments or business functions. So in this idea, we've got the idea of claims info flowing from asset management to financial handling or whatever it might be. So the, the, the meta concept seems to be flow. We're flowing things from one destination to another. The example you gave is information flowing fr- through departments. But I'm sure you're going to find out new ways in which you—that's been applied by our customers. Now they have this palette and paintbrushes to show other things that, that you hadn't expected. Is that, is, that, is that you think that's going to reveal itself?
1: And hopefully, and um, I would even um, uh, ask people to if they have uh, beautiful examples of, of what they've created. Um, I would be really keen uh, to, to see those and hopefully they can share those uh, with us as well, because it's often quite good to, uh, to see uh, what, uh, what the, the product is actually being uh, used, uh, how it's being used and then what people can uh, can, uh, can create. And, um, and besides the actual picture, also hearing the story and, and how that made a difference in, uh, in the conversation that people have with their, uh, with their stakeholders.
0: And again, that's all part of this translation journey is that we can communicate with effect, with impact, by visualizing data um, in ways that are going to resonate with our audience. And as you acknowledge right at the beginning, our audience doesn't speak Archimate; It's not a language they understand. Now, as enterprise architects, we have to translate and we have to be the, I don't even know if this reference is still viable, but we have to be the Esperanto, right? We have to be able to translate from any language any language and, uh, and and those tools that, that you develop, you know, along with the team are going to be impactful on that. So, Mark, I'd like to conclude just a little bit, just to sort of uh, put a nice sort of bookend on this. You know, when you think about uh, the tools that we provide, and obviously for any enterprise architect team to be successful, it's a combination of people, process, and tools. This design is in the business of tools. Our software is used by enterprise architects all over the world. But as you think about the development vectors or the development buckets, I'm, I'm not sure you have to correct me on the right language to use. One of those, obviously, is is visualizations. Um, but you think about the other development uh, areas. What, what 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 are those that you, that that's on top of mind for for the business design team? There.
1: Yeah. So uh, what we what we see more and more um, uh, being uh, a, a key uh, in the space that we're at is is uh, connecting. Um, and combining different sources of, of data. Um, uh, so, uh, years back, it used to be uh, maybe the case that people are, are putting in these these architectural diagrams by hand. Uh, they, they're doing uh, the input of the information and the data by hand. Um, nowadays, uh, we connect to an API and get relevant information into into the platform, and that. Um, I think we'll will we'll keep growing in in terms of importance and in terms of amount of data that we uh, that we get in um, and of course visualization still is a a, a key aspect then in, in it's not just having the information in there but also creating um, creating these diagrams uh, with them as as well um, um, but in connecting more and more data it's also really important to, um i'd be able to uh, to collaborate and 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 cleanse the data of of uh, again maybe not the 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 uh, the, the key information uh, uh getting the key information out and and uh, get rid of the um uh, of the of the noise of of uh, what what uh, what a lot of data can uh, can cause um so that's also uh, one, uh, one, one key key thing is uh, collecting the data uh, cleaning the data preparing the data so it can be used in your in your architectural diagrams for instance um, and to uh, to to be used
0: so it sounds to me like it's almost like a, a, a three main areas one is about collecting and harnessing and cleaning data and deduping and verifying and all that good stuff that goes with collecting data as you say it's not yeah. by hand anymore it's api connections to the CMDB or the PPM or the financial management system, whatever it might be. Uh, And I know that arbitrarily, we can connect to any of those external data sources. But that is about collaborating on that data, and surfacing the so what, who cares, what's the insight, what's the recommendation. And then finally, it's about communicating out to those business stakeholders, um, to be able to tell that effective story. And as you said, so so well and I really like this phrase it's giving our customers the palette the colors the brushes so they can paint beautiful pictures so that they can get through the detail the business stakeholders can eliminate the detail and get to the the so what what am I to do with this information is that is that how you see it as well
1: yes certainly and and i think uh, we've also got some really exciting stuff coming uh, to uh, to our platform as well in in using this palette and and creating these uh, these visualization. um so yeah keep uh, uh, that something uh, at the moment we cannot uh, i cannot elaborate on it but there's some really exciting stuff coming
0: well mark i'm going to hold you to that because i'd like you to come back on or maybe we'll do a webinar instead because that's more visual and you can show some of the future stuff but uh I know our customers always get really excited about what the future holds, what's coming in that pipeline. So, Mark, I'd like to thank you for your time today. It's been a very great pleasure to talk to you. And quite often, you know, on this podcast, we talk to end customers and it's great to hear their stories and how they're having an impact on their organization. But sometimes it's quite nice to take a separate step out of that. And in this case, talk to yourself about how do we think about the tools and the development of those tools and making them impactful so that our customers can be more successful. So Mark, I really appreciate your time today. I hope to have you back on and we'll talk more about perhaps roadmap next time we have you back on. But Mark, thanks very much.
1: Again, thank you for having me, Will. And uh, thank you.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast and a little bit of a change of pace for us as normally we talk to customers of BizDesign on this podcast, but I thought it'd be good for us to get the perspective of the product development team as well and how we better enable enterprise architecture teams to have more impact and resonance with their stakeholders. And I really like the way Mark used terms we don't often hear in the business context like palettes and colors and brushes and creating beautiful pictures. So I hope you enjoyed that. For more podcasts, blogs, and recorded webinars, please visit us at bizdesign.com where there is a wealth of information available. And if you'd like to tell your EA story and feature on this podcast, then please email me, Will Scott, at podcast at BizDesign is a leader in the area of enterprise architecture software and supports enterprise architecture teams in delivering value to their organizations with a key focus on the value outcomes of strategy advancement, operational efficiency, and reducing risk. Thanks for your time today.